Welcome to Flyover Conservative Podcast with David and Stacey Whited, where we break down current events and examine culture through the lens of conservative Christian values. All right, guys, one of our goals with Flyover Conservative Podcast is, is it, it doesn't happen in a day, but a cumulative, even when we're talking about sex trafficking or border, like the, like the darkest things, it's like there's there's an element of hope and we we firmly believe, we say it on every show, we analyze culture, current events, the lens of, of conservative Christian values, which means God's word, which means God is real and he plays a role. He's not yep. just, oh, uh, a good luck charm or a fortune cookie that, 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 that God's real. That we were created by God, and each and he's all powerful. He's all powerful. When he looks up, he sees nothing. And each of us were created with a purpose, and um, we're an important part of the puzzle. We're not a non-playable character in a video game. Every person uh, is designed to interact with and know God uh, in this life, and that's an important role. And that His Word actually has power in it. Mm-hmm. And 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 when you every time you pray, something happens, like chopping down a tree. Every chop of the axe. Something happened. So, so, so when you put those things together, our goal with this show is, is, it was over the course of a year, you look back and it's like, you know what? I am, am actually empowered in my own, own life. And, mm-hmm. and these news stories are real, but they're not the highest truth. And so, Amen. so it's kind of, we like to kind of highlight stories that kind of summarize all of that in one pop of prayer, God's word, God's authority, and his desire to play a role in my life, Stacy's life, your life, every single one of us on a daily basis. It's not a matter of what you've done wrong. It's a matter of of of, of God wanting to be in relationship with you. And so those things fall away. Mm-hmm. Those things don't define you. Those things are an invitation to know him. And so I'm excited to jump into this story because miracles aren't just in Bible times. Miracles happen right now. Today. And, and today, on a regular basis, they're happening all around us and they deserve as much attention as Joe Biden. And, right. <laughs> for sure. And uh, uh, with that, I want to bring on somebody that's become a friend of ours because we're both mutual lovers of meat, uh, but also mutual lovers of the same God. That's Mr. Kyle Shirley. Yay! Welcome, Kyle. How are y'all? Great, great. So Flyover Family, you know, we work with Ozark Wagyu. We absolutely love them. Amazing, amazing beef. It's Unlike any other beef we've ever had, we are carnivores. We absolutely love meat. And that's actually how we met Kyle. Jordan Peterson, Michaela Peterson, all them are clients of of his as far as using, eating his meat. Yep. So OzarkWagyu.com. Now, in a conversation, though, um, after recording one day, we actually found out Kyle has this unbelievable miracle that he was sharing with us. And we were like, you have got to share this with the Flyover family. But not just that. We're going to be talking about the, in this uh, episode the authority that we walk in, that when Jesus died 2,000 years ago, and he came back and he gave us the keys, yep. and he said, you are going to do greater things than I did. We're going to talk about that today. And so, Kyle, I just want you to jump in, share with our Flyover family the miracle that you experienced, and then let's walk through how that actually happened. Well, it would take probably two or three podcasts to tell the whole story. So let's just try to keep it, keep it brief. Uh, um, basically what happened was um, I was in a hospital room with my son by myself and uh, he developed a major artery bleed in his lungs. He, he literally his just lungs were just completely filled up with blood and he died almost instantly. It was, it wasn't, so you can imagine the sight. I mean, it was, it was, I was there alone with him, which is not oh very gosh. often. My wife is, my wife is kind of her thing. So, I mean, God even had everything worked out. I mean, there was a whole battle coming that was staging to come to happen that night. And he was part of everything. 
And, uh, and of course, when it happened, and of course, and it was, anyway, I don't want to talk about that, but, uh, but it was instant. I mean, within seconds, you know, when the major uh, lung bleed happened, uh, he, his eyes rolled back in the back of his head and he died almost instantly. And of course the cold blue lights and everything went out, you know, went off and everything. And the staff started coming in and of course they, you know, put me outside the door. Um, the, um, of course I just went into action, you know, or I would call it, <laughs> call it the five step battle plan. I just went into action. Like I knew to do. I took authority over my emotions. I commanded them to live in Jesus's name. And, and, uh, and I just started praising God. And, um, thing to understand about CPR, CPR is usually 10, 20 minutes tops. Cause even by then at 20 minutes, even if they bring someone back to life again, they're, they're vegetable, they're brain dead. And, um, and considering Russell's case, I mean, he's sitting here with his lungs full of blood. So you're, you're talking about trying to do CPR on someone that their lungs are completely full of blood. And, um, but I just, uh, you know, I went out to out there and I just, you know, took authority over death and started just praising God. And uh, the staff, the staff were coming out. They were trying to get me to sit down. They thought I'd lost my mind. I mean, they couldn't reason in their mind why this man whose son is in the natural was dead. And I'm out there singing and praising and just praising God, you know. And I just wanted to leave me alone. I was fine. I was just focused on, on the battle. And, um, you know, you know, I, I wrote a book from this, but uh, it's, it's what I call I mean, you have to take control of your emotions. And that's what I was doing. I would just start off with the mechanical act of, Praise and worship to you know subvert fear and worry, which mm-hmm. is the just devil would defeat you every time with that. And I knew that if I ever did that, I would lose control. But uh, man, something came over me. Um, you know, you, t- you hear about it in the, in the in, see it in the Bible where it talks about the joy of the Lord is your strength and and um, the joy unspeakable and full of glory. And it sounds all good in paper when you're reading. Oh, so much joy! But for that night. The, the true joy of the Lord, Lord had came upon me, and I cannot describe it. I mean, it was so overwhelming. I mean, here my son is dead, and I'm out there so full of joy. I have never felt in my life. You know, when the 2000 lottery, not, not, wouldn't even come close to the joy that came upon <laughs> wow. me through the praise and worship part. It was just, it was nothing like I'd ever experienced before. And, um, and that's pretty much when that joy came upon me, that's when I pretty much knew the battle was over. And my son would live. I didn't care what I saw in the natural. I put God's word first place and God's word promises me that this was not going to happen. I can't, I can get off in the book. I can get off the story. I'm trying to stay, trying to stay focused. Wait, and you, really, you reference book. You know, I want to tell people if you're listening to this also just to, to document now, now Kyle's a rancher businessman, you know, those things, uh, part-time guitar playing enthusiast uh, as well. But, uh, he, he documented this whole process and wrote it down in a book. And so in the links below is the PDF. He did it more for posterity, for his children, grandchildren. It is like document this, this miracle that you're about to hear continue to unfold, but it's, it's, it's in a PDF form. You can just download it. It's in the notes below as well as, um, he did his own audio reading and one cut straight through it's recorded on YouTube in a part one and part two, uh, which is just audio version of it. If you want to listen to it and, and build up your own faith mm-hmm. over a couple of drives to work, you can knock that out as well, or you can just read it, uh, down below. It's like 80 pages. It, it's kind of a short, basically documentation of, of what God did here. And I want to ask one more thing as people are picturing this story, the picture son, you know, they're like, was he five? Is he 10? Is he 40? Like, uh, how old was Russell in this when this happened? 
33, believe it or okay. not. <laughs> no, I, I, no, I think the same age Jesus was. Yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> I think that's important for people to picture because one thing, you know, like I have, I have a son that has, you know, young children, you kind of start to picture this, but you, you, they never stop being your, your kid. Right. You know, and so, right. uh, you know, you're like, this, this role of a father, I think was really important, you know, in this process and the authority that you took. So I want to let people know as you hear this, this whole story is available in a PDF and you can read it in full detail. I, I want to say this, Russell, I don't want to get you, I mean, uh, Kyle, I don't want to get you off, but um, you said, because this would not be most people's typical reaction. They see what happened with your, your son and it is extreme. Uh, what happened with him and what you were actually seeing in the natural. But more then, graphic than he described. More graphic than you described. Sure. But you, when you walked out of that room, you said that you went into a five-step battle plan. That would not be a typical response by most people. Most people would be freaking out, crying, begging. That's negotiating. Not, negotiating. That is not what you did. And so I, I want to take people to this five-step battle plan and how did this come about? How did you even know how to do it? And, and it, it looked like it contained worship decrees, uh, and, and partnering with God. Is that right? Yes, pretty much. Um, the, the, the book itself, you know, doesn't go into a whole lot of detail about the miracle itself. Um, the book is about what I learned from it. Um, not just there, but, you know, going back from 30 years ago, feeding on, on God's word. And, you know, we listed so many people like Kenneth Hagin and uh, Andrew Walmack, Charles Cat, and the list is on and on. And so this book wasn't really started off as about this miracle. It started off about, you know, uh, writing a book for my kids and grandkids forever and grand and on that it would be there forever. You know, if I could have my kids to listen to me for three hours and take everything it took me 30 years to learn, if I could convince everything that I learned in God's word and put it into short form. So it's like, whether you have a family member or you have someone, especially in a crisis, you know, you, you can just say, or they ask you a question about anything about a miracles. Cause really all the only things, the miracle, miracle, simple miracle is nothing but God's word and his promises coming to natural and coming into the natural realm and in through our faith. It's not, it doesn't matter if it's a, if you're, you know, if it's a common cold or being someone raised from the dead, it doesn't take an ounce of faith for this and a pound of faith for this. We all have the same measure of faith, but anyway, I'll get off into the book. So what so, the so, book so there you are, they is, think, they think you're probably in denial or uh, you, you stripped a gear and uh, you're outside <laughs> the room and, and uh, engaged in your, your five-step battle plan. The um, again, if we get off in too much of that, it would it would take too too much time. But the five still, you know, five step battle plan is is nothing more than than having five major parts. I mean, the, the book is free. I'm not charging for it. This is all for the glory of God. That night, as I was out there praising, you know, worship that process, I prophesied the devil would regret the day he ever put his hand on my child. And the, and this is that me. I'm sorry. That's no, me, it's powerful. Know, like five times. It's just joy. It's just joy. But um, so, you know, the five step battle plan is just, you know, it's, it's just something to learn. And it's not just a battle plan. That's what it's called. I mean, it's in the book and it's simple, but it's uh, it, it's not just for, for emergencies. It's how we receive everything from God. It doesn't matter how small or how huge uh, something that we need from God. It's the same thing. Faith is simple. Man has made it complicated. 
Wow. Okay. So you're out there, you're battling. People can find this five-step battle plan in the book, The Meaning of Life, absolutely free. You can just download it or you can listen to it being read for free on YouTube. Um, but what happened from there? You're out there that they think you maybe have a nervous breakdown or something, but what was the next, what, what was the next thing that happened? Here's what's amazing. This is so amazing. Again, my, my wife is always in, involved. You know, I'm like the secondary person, you know, What's that old saying from back in the nineties? Not the mama, not the mama, you know. <laughs> but uh, but she had no idea any of this was going on. They, you know, she'd been there the whole time, and she left for about an hour, hour and a half for some food and, and it's, anyway. And um, but at the time, and you know, this is you know like forty three minutes from the time he died. The very the very moment he came, they came out to tell me. She come walking through the ICU door in the same spot we were the very instant. He kept her out of that room because, sorry, but it's just so amazing how he worked everything out, you know, uh, and my wife never had to go through that aspect of it, you know, and it was just me and me, God and the devil out there in the hallway, hallway. We were just duking it out, as they say, you know, but the, 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 you know, the, the five step battle plan or, you know, um, but basically what we cover in the book, we're, it's really more about the meaning of life. It's not just about miracles, you know, or just about this. The, it's about the meaning of your life and how to fulfill your meaning of your life. And in order to fulfill the meaning of your life that God has planned for you and how to achieve that, you first got to protect the life that God gave you. The Satan came, kill, steal and destroy. So the book is based on like the five step battle plan. Um, there's what I call the five simple truths. It's basically taking everything that I've learned and based on our conversation, the same stuff y'all learn. And I've just put it in a very condensed form under five spiritual truths. And so, you know, the God and the Bible can be so complicated, you know, but when you take, when you get it back to simplicity, this really boils down to five simple truths. And if you can, if you just learn these five simple truths, you don't have to spend 30 years feeding on God's word and, and trial and error. You still have to practice it and you'll have, you know, everyone knows that. But it at least gives the, the, the important things yeah. in the Bible of who we are as newborn again believers, as New Testament and how to do it. And then we cover all the things that would destroy that, that what Satan would use to destroy your five simple truths. And then at the end, it goes, puts everything back together and how to apply all these areas and then go back to the meaning of your life and how to fulfill God's meaning for your life. You know, so you keep, he, he had planned for you, you you've walked people to the ledge wow. here. We've got to find out. Did he make it? Like what? what oh, absolutely. What, what happened? To you? Like, yeah. like we, 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 we got to get to the, the punchline of this story because we're kind of left in this drama of you in the hallway. What happened after the hallway? Because you're not still there. And what happened with your son? <laughs> Again, they walk out the same time. You know, I say a CPR thing is only about 10, 20 minutes, 20 minutes max. And that's with someone without filled up lungs, without, you know, blood filled lungs. And uh, but uh, he came back, you know, in, in the beginning, they had gotten a couple of uh, from shocks or whatever. They had gotten a couple of. Uh, like, uh, you know, b -b 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 from his heart, you know, uh, but, you know, just just like a flicker. And so it kept him going normally than they normally would have. Um, I don't know exactly when they actually stopped. Um, I just know it was, you know, it was 43 minutes later when they came out and said he he just came back to life. He's alive. And that was a very moment. 43 minutes. And the same time that they came out minutes. to tell you that your son was alive, your wife walks into the hospital the same time that they walked out to tell you that your son was alive. I mean, the very nanosecond, it was like this. 
<laughs> wow. It's God not awesome. That is so amazing. I don't even know how that would catch up because first of all, there's the shift of emotion for you and you're contending for the life of your son to find out he's back. And then I can't imagine, oh yeah, by the way, your son has been dead for 43 minutes and I got to catch you up on that. And like, you had to been ready to just, I don't know if you'd want to, like, you probably felt like you're going to pop. I'll tell you what, there was a half, kind of through the halfway point, I got to a place um, and it's, it was kind of, it's, it's like I had, just totally was exhausted mentally, physically and everything. And I kind of, kind of collapsed against the wall to keep from falling. Not from, not from, you know, of giving up or, or no, literally just physically, mentally, I was just, I was exhausted. Well, you were battling. And I kind of, and I, I guess you're right. And I kind of fell up against the wall and I just, I just said, Lord help. And it was like you, uh, it's like you plugged me into a, a electrical socket that joy, you know, that the Lord that was already there, that was in my spirit. It's like the same thing happened to my body. And I bounced off that wall like the, the Energizer Bunny. And, um, and we, you know, I never stopped, you know, the, the worshiping and praising and, and declaring and decreeing and taking authority over death. I never stopped any of that. I just, but I was just physically wore out. But now, not only did he, you know, through the joy of the Lord, he actually did it to my physical body. I mean, I was, man, I could have read a marathon in a half a second letter. I couldn't always stand up. And, and like I said, that, you know, as far as my wife coming through the door, um, my wife's strong in faith, too. It's not that. But um, but I'm not sure what the outcome would have been if if, if it got distracted, you know. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. it was just a, it was just a one on one, one one on one type battle. And it was um, and God had it all. You know, he had it all planned out. Not the death or whatever, but he knew he knew where it was going. But see, that's what we're talking about. There's there's graveyards full of people that die before their, their their time because they fell for the what I call the talks about in the book is if be God's will trap that's out of the pit of hell yeah. that destroys and you know so many lives and thinking it's God's will for them to die. And I give some anyway. I get off. It's true because book. it's interesting. You know, everyone that pre that Jesus prayed for was healed. And there were so many funerals that were messed up because he brought him back from the dead, you know. And so, and so we know where Jesus and where God stands in all of this. And uh, and so understanding the authority that we walk in, I love, I love Kyle that you've taken thirty years of your studying that you've done, you know, with um, Andrew Womack and um, and Kenneth Copeland and Kenneth Hagen and all of these people, all of the Charles studying, Capps. Charles Katz, all of the studying that you've done for thirty years. And you put it in an 80-page book for us to be able to, to digest, to read. And I think for such a time as this, I think it is for this time. And then for you then to freely give it just for the world to have, and not just where they can read it, you actually read it yourself as well. So, you know, if somebody's like, hey, I don't really like to read, you actually have taken that excuse away and you have an audio of it. So if you're getting ready in the morning or you're driving your car or you're falling asleep at night... They can just actually go to your your YouTube, Kyle Shirley on YouTube, and we have the link below. Just so everybody knows, the link is below. You click on that. There's a part one, a part two of it, and then also we have a link as well for the book. So the meaning of life. You can print this. You can have it. Read through it and understand the authority yeah. that we walk in. That when Jesus died two thousand years ago, he came back, gave us those keys, and said, "You are going to do greater things than I did." And uh, and so he's not a liar. 
Uh, he is one that prophesied that over us. And obviously, Kyle, you took that. You said, I take that in Jesus' name. And you prayed it and you believed it. And your son is alive because of it. And what, what, how did you say that about the devil? That he's going to what? <laughs> he's going to regret the day he ever touched my. I talk about it in the book. It's just like you, you know, when the devil comes after you, you don't let him get away with it. What, what would you do to a bully down the street? You know what I'm saying? It's, yeah. The devil's the same way. And it's in, in, in the process of the meaning of life, as long as you're always, what I'm talking about, punch the devil back, he's like any bully. You know, once he once he realizes that you realize who you are in Christ and you're living a life free and worrying, you have this confidence and a glow inside of you. The devil's like, whoa, I'm just going to go on down to Jack over there. He, you know, he, he's, you know, so you, you know, you uh, project uh, strength to avoid conflict. But understand about the book or, or especially reading, you know, I, I narrated it myself. But again, I, I want to share this with everybody. But understand originally this was for my kids and for my my grandkids and great, great grandkids are friends. And, you know, people would come up to me sometime and ask me questions about the Bible. And I'd go to answer them. I think, well, I, he'd have to understand this first. And I, he'd have to understand that first. And I'd be trying to, how do you do? And so it's also for like, you know, for myself. So if I have friends or I come in contact, it's like, ask me a thing about the Bible. I say, listen, here, <laughs> it, you know, it'll take you, it. you know, you can read it in an hour. You can read it in an hour and a half. And if you still have any questions, you can come to me afterwards. Um, so it's, you know, so you can really just, but understand that. Uh, so I narrated it myself. Now I'm the worst one as far as I'm not the best yeah. outside reader. So don't think this is some kind of professional recording or anything like it. It's me reading it. And I wasn't the best to do it, but I wanted them to hear it from my voice. And um, as, as bad it. as it is, or I, I love it. It's, I it's a gift to the world. It, it, it is a gift. I mean, we, we say this all the time. We're, we're all in this together. We're locking arms. You know, again, we say politically, like people want Donald Trump to do 80 million things, save our country. The answer is 80 million of us doing one thing each day to save our, our own country. And it's that way in our faith, it's in our school system, it's in media, it's in every area. And, um, you know, you don't have to be a pastor as a job to make a difference in the kingdom of God. If, if you follow Jesus example, most of the time it's going to be the, the fisherman and the cattle rancher. And it's going to be, you know, uh, just, you know, a couple of, of rednecks in Missouri, like ourselves that, you know, just, uh, people that are saying yes to what God has next and being available. And I think that's the message. And, and Flyover family, this is a great thing. If you need somebody, if you know somebody that needs some encouragement or is contending for mm-hmm. something in their life, doesn't even have to be an illness contending for something. This is forward this message uh, to them that can really benefit them uh, as well. Kyle, thank you for making this yes. available. Thank you for being a giver. And uh, uh, every interaction we ever have with you, uh, we always walk away better than we walked up. Uh, just always blessed and encouraged every time we're, we're around uh, you and anything has to do with your company. And uh, the conversations we've had have always been so encouraging. Thanks again for your time, Kyle. We really appreciate it. Hey guys, Frank Cox here. I'm here with my buddy Kyle from over there at Ozark Valley Wagyu Beef, or Ozark Valley Beef Company. We're gonna cook up some Wagyu beef burgers today on the San Maria Grill using this flat top. Boom. Can you put too much cheese on a burger. Take your time. We're not trying to push through it. Alright guys, I get to take a bite now. Check it out. Here we go. 
Anyway, BozarkWagoo.com. Get on over and get your burger. I'm gonna eat the rest of this right in front of you. Flyover family, join me every Wednesday for the Prophetic Report at 1111 Central. You can find it on Rumble. You can find it on the Flyover app. We have such an incredible time of hearing from all of these different prophetic voices like Robin Bullock, Julie Green, Barry Wunsch, Amanda Grace, and Hank Kuhneman. Every week, it's either five or six different prophets that are speaking. And what's interesting is God is speaking through them. And all of these voices come together like puzzle pieces. It is so exciting to hear what the Lord is saying. We're hearing from medical. We're hearing from military intelligence. We're hearing from the financial world. We're hearing from mainstream media. But the most important is, what is God saying? He has not fallen off the throne. He's not nervous. He's not chewing his nails. He is in control. He has plans to prosper us and not to harm us. What a great time to be alive. And I'm so excited for you to join me every Wednesday at 1111. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com.